You're listening to The Thrive Podcast, where every week we dive into a practical, tactical tip to bring you from a life of simply surviving to thriving. It's personal development for the everyday girl who is done with coasting through her days, done with feeling like she's missing out on the deeper meaning of her own life, and done with mediocrity once and for all. Because it's not enough to simply survive, you deserve to thrive. Welcome back to Thrive. I could not be more excited to bring you today's episode with Kaylee and Kimberly of the beautiful bag brand Travel in Chic. It's our first three-way conversation on Thrive and it is so fun and full of sisterly love since these two sisters run their business together. We talk about the brand they've built and the incredible cause they're benefiting right now, their best advice on working with family or your best friend and making that work, and also their thoughts on how we can help the next generation of girls since they spend time every single week mentoring middle schoolers. Also, great news, the girls of Travel and Chic are donating 100% of proceeds from now through the 15th to the A21 campaign to help fight human trafficking. This is an incredible cause and their bags are just beautiful. I know because I have one myself and it is so pretty and so functional. So please consider grabbing one or stocking up on holiday gifts while proceeds are still benefiting such an important campaign and conversation. Stay tuned through this episode. Drop it five stars if you like what you're listening to. And without further ado, welcome Kaylee and Kimberly. Hi. Hello, hello. I'm so, so excited that you ladies are joining me on Thrive today. When you first reached out, I was absolutely stoked because everything about your company is just incredible. So for listeners who have absolutely no clue who you are or what Travel and Chic is all about... Can you fill everyone in on what you do, who you are, and why we're here today? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, we are so honored to be on your podcast. We yeah, are truly. faithful listeners, and we've been following your blogs. This is really exciting for us. Um, so Kaylee and I are sisters and partners of an e-commerce fashion brand, and it's called Travel and Chic. We design sustainable vegan leather handbags for the modern woman who needs her bag to be as adaptable as her daily schedule. Um, and the best part about our company is that um, for every bag sold, we do dedicate giving back proceeds to the A21 campaign to help fight against human trafficking. That's awesome. And I want to make sure that we reiterate this too, because this is so cool that through, I think it's the 15th, right? It's a hundred percent of proceeds are going to this campaign. That is, I I don't know if I've ever seen a company actually do that where it was like a hundred percent of proceeds, every single penny is going to this campaign. So that is so incredible. And I just applaud you for that because that is so important and so special. So what inspired you to start Travel and Chic and what inspired you to really do like a do good component where you're giving proceeds to such an important cause? Absolutely. Well, Kimberly and I grew up always having just huge hearts for serving our community and for making women feel seen and heard and celebrated. We have just very encouraging spirits about us and we love that. But, um, Equally, we have a lot of passion for travel and for fashion, and we always struggled to find ways to like bring that together where we could use our love for fashion and travel, but equally like take shallow components out of it and bring depth to making impact. 
So honestly, like we started just really thinking about our talents and our gifts and our interests. And then when passion hit purpose, the whole brand vision for what we wanted to create and establish just exploded. That's awesome. And can you give everyone a little synopsis of what the A21 campaign is and does too? Because that's obviously who you're giving proceeds to. So if people are like, wait, what's that? Uh, Sounds cool, but what is it? (laughs) Tell us what it is too. A21 stands for abolishing slavery in the 21st century. So it's a nonprofit organization that works globally to eradicate all forms of human trafficking, whether that be um, forced labor, sex trafficking, um, anything in that form. And they do that through um, their, their model is reach, rescue, and restore. So Kimberly and I actually kind of took their model and really wanted to incorporate that into our campaign. So um, a lot of their statistics and studies show that social media influencers are desperately needed to raise their voices and to bring awareness to this cause. It's a huge, powerful platform that we can start um, bringing awareness through. So we decided to launch this campaign to model their reach part of what they do. And so we do that through social media. And then the rescue is when we decided like, we're going to just give it all and we're going to do a hundred percent to rescuing these victims. And then actually a very exciting part of our, um, our campaign, which we're actually sharing with you first time right now, um, is that we are starting to pair with A21 on their aftercare program, which is the rescue component. And so we're actually, um, not only are we donating 100% of the proceeds, but we're actually finding sponsors to buy large quantities of bags. And then we're giving those to the A21 campaign to gift to the graduates of the aftercare program. So survivors that have gone through this entire aftercare, reach, rescue, restore model um, get to be given one of our travel and chic bags. And our purpose really is to show them that they are, are worthy and they're valuable and we don't want to give them anything that's been used already. We want them to have just something that's brand new and fresh and kind of represents new hope for them in their journey. That is so cool. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I have to take a hot second to, to shout out your website because I mean, y'all, tell me this line is not the most beautiful phrase you have ever heard in an ad because on your website, you describe it as products that would not only weave beauty, functionality, and sustainability into one, but equally they would embody the same strength, grace, and resilience as the powerful women in the world that you admire most. Like, dang, I love that. (laughs) That is so cool. Okay, so now I have to know, who do you both admire most? Oh, gosh. So many women. That's yeah. it's hard to narrow it down in like the ten seconds that we should. Um, <laughs> but obviously, like we admire the women who started the movement for raising voices for not only women but uh, you know groups that are discriminated against. So the Maya Angelos, the the Gloria Steinem's, the Angela Davises, but also like the modern powerhouse women who are using their gifts to make a difference, like the Shonda Rhimes and Reese Witherspoons of the world. Um, And then we have to give a shout out to Christine Kane, who is the founder of A21. And that woman, wow. I mean, she sacrifices everything day in and day out to bring freedom and to to make our world a better place. So those are the characteristics that we just strive to bring into our brand. And those are the women, some of the women that we look up to. Yeah, I would say 
even just women, even daily women, yeah. women who just stand in their truth, women who are not afraid to be courageous and, and have mm -hmm. compassion and be assertive, you know, even if it's their stay at home moms or there's women in college or women who are still trying to find their purpose. I think there's a lot of women that we really value and respect. Yeah, I think authenticity is, is huge. Yeah. And something we've learned more and more is through the the industries that we're in with fashion and media and it's it can often be a comparison game of who has what and there's like one goal for this image and it's it can be very toxic to compare that way but we've found through our journey with travel and chic that what changes the world is when you dig deep and that narrow gate that philosophers talk about is really what's in your heart and just using your true gifts and when that starts to shine through, like you leave something special in the world that makes it better. That's awesome. Now I'm curious, what do each of you think that your true gifts are that you bring to the table, especially since you're sisters and working together? That's I, I'm super curious as to how you think you balance each other out in what you do now in like everyday life. Yeah. Well, that's I think maybe we should answer for each other because it's hard for us to speak to our own things, but we definitely can build each other up. So it's so funny. I, I feel like in business, we've always said to each other that I'm like the rough draft and she's <laughs> the one that goes in and, and gives like the final product. Um, so we both have big dreams. We both have visions and we're both creative in our own ways. Um, but I think that I'm the one that more leads like the ideas and and she's the one that really like hones in all these ideas that I have and, and she makes a, a beautiful creative product out of it. Um, but I feel like we both are very encouraging to each other. And it's just fun to see like my strengths and, and her weaknesses versus her strengths and my weaknesses. And I think they go yeah. hand in hand. I think a lot of times I, because we both are visionary in a lot of ways. I think I see more of like the big picture of what we want to accomplish and achieve. And then she sees the ideas for specific products and ideas. And then I refine and polish those and she drives us forward with the vision. There's, we just interweave in so yeah. many ways. Um, and that was really complicated in the beginning because like we can't figure each other out. Like I'm very creative, she's very creative. And sometimes I think I'm more like logistical, but then I, it's just hard. So we really in the beginning struggled to stay in our lanes and really to like balance those boundaries. Um, but we did end up kind of finding that flow. And I don't know if we even answered your question. <laughs> No, but you I totally did. A gift that we really see for ourselves, honestly, is just like being encouraging to other women yeah. and helping them be the very best versions of themselves. Which is awesome. The world needs more of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. So drop some business advice on us for really like any listeners who are sitting here now in awe of what you do, maybe wondering how the heck they also can start a business with their sister or their best friend, especially one that has fabulous product, fabulous cause. It's like you kind of have like the total package. So do you have any tactical business tips that you maybe wish you would have had when you were first starting out? Yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of hard work and patience when you're building a brand and you would know firsthand. Um, and especially in 2020 when you're starting out, but. Um, there's also a lot of opportunity right now for women to start their dream company. 
Um, so I think the best advice that I would give when you're starting a brand is to create a product or a service that really provides value and impact to your customer. I think it's important to ask yourself, like, why do you exist? What problem do you solve? And why should people even care? Um, I think for us, our brand, we wanted to create um, just not only great products, but we wanted to serve women and empower them in their daily lives and through the ways that we give back. And that's where our hearts truly felt called. So um, I think it's like a blessing that we, you know, are stewarding this brand and, you know, to create a, a good mission out of it. That's awesome. In that same vein, then what advice would you have for people specifically on working with your sister or your best friend or maybe your spouse or other family member? Like how do you, you obviously have identified really well, like what each other's strengths are and where your gifts are and you know each other so well. <laughs> But how do you then take that into delegating the day-to-day -day responsibilities or how do you handle disagreements or how do you kind of create a work-life balance together so that it doesn't feel like it's just 24-7 talking yeah. shop? <laughs> yeah. Man, oh my gosh. It's honestly a double-edged sword because in a lot of ways it really anchors your perseverance through it because i mean she's not going anywhere she's my sister but <laughs> the level of rawness that comes through because i'm we're so much more willing to say like really blunt things to each other than maybe we wouldn't be with other business partners so trying to find that balance can be tricky but yeah i think when you're entering a business with your best friend or your family member it's definitely like a marriage and kaylee and i from the beginning had to recognize our strengths and weaknesses like we said um, and it was a bit challenging for us in the beginning, just because we did live together. Uh, we have the same friends, we do church life together. Like it was 24 seven. Yeah. Um, so we really had to practice communication. <laughs> You're like, girl, I need a break. <laughs> Literally. Oh, I was like, we gotta like establish the separate hobbies or something. <laughs> yeah, I think we've learned to like pivot quickly with like disagreements and learning to listen and validate each other, which is really important. and. Um, I think just respecting boundaries. We've had to learn how to put up boundaries of, you know, there's a time and a place to talk about business and there's a time and place to put it away and, and not bring it home. Yeah, because I'm a very structured person and I like to be on a schedule and Kim's the type that will walk into the kitchen at 1130 <laughs> at night and be like, hey, so do you want to talk about hey, this? I'm like, thing? I have this idea. Or you should really get on this giveaway. And I'm like, dude, I am to have tea and go to bed. So we really had to like, like talk to me at 9 a.m. tomorrow. About work-related things from these hours which is tough. Yeah, but. but all in all, I mean, it's it's been such a fun ride. Like we have the craziest memories of like flying to Hong Kong together and being a part of product development and mm -hmm. doing fun photo shoots and speaking on stages and even doing this podcast. So I honestly wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. Aww. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Can you I imagine know. that was like, not me. I really wish I could do this. <laughs> Like, oh, sorry to break it to you, Kim, but yeah. this is it. <laughs> no, we're blessed, honestly. That's awesome. I know you both also spend time every single week mentoring middle school girls, which I think mm -hmm. is just 
awesome and something that I wish I had had back in the day when I was in middle school Um, because I was bullied really badly in middle school, like around fourth to sixth grade-ish. And I'm sure many of our listeners can also agree that middle school basically just sucks. (laughs) So, (laughs) oh yeah. I mean, did anyone emerge out of middle school unscathed? Like, I think that it's like the ring of fire. Phoenix from the ashes. (laughs) but what I'm really curious since you do this so often what kinds of things do you see middle school girls struggle with the most nowadays because I'm sure it's so different than it was when we were in middle school especially thanks to technology and social media Mm -hmm. um so what do you see them struggle with and then with that too how do you think or what do you think we can do as adults and as moms to help this new generation of people? Yeah. Sadly, I think the thing that we see young girls struggle the most with is their body image nowadays. And the progression of it, I mean, it always seems to start with that from the youngest ages, like 10 years old, they already feel too fat or not model worthy. Um, and it's toxic because it starts there and then that bleed, we see it bleed into other areas of insecurity, whether that be with creativity or intelligence. And they start to see that there is this objectification in media and there's this second class role for women to kind of fit into. And we start watching them at age 10, ask themselves the same questions of like, what am I even good at? I'm too fat for this, or I'm too this, or I'm not enough of that. And it's heartbreaking because, I mean, these girls are powerful. I look at them and I'm just, I adore them. I mean, they're so smart, they're brilliant, they're kind, they have endless potential. And so I think it's just really important I mean, it's vital. Like, it's not something that we can keep even just ignoring or with time, it will change. I mean, if you look at the science and the statistics, leaders are coming out and saying single-handedly women, empowering women is the way to uplift and change society, empowering minority groups and giving a diverse perspective to our our world. And so um, I think one thing is really just getting young girls to start speaking life over themselves at a young age and teaching them that those thoughts that come into their mind like they need to be aware of them and fight back with positive affirmations and and just really speaking truth over themselves i guess i don't think that we we teach that to our youth young enough or um we let them look to social media for voices instead of to their own parents and family and friend groups yeah that's so important i actually just talked about this with someone on another interview and we brought up the point that we all listen to this inner monologue in our heads and forget that we can make it a dialogue where like you can talk back to the negative voice in your head and that can be how you speak truth over yourself too because you don't just have to sit there and listen to like the negative nancy Mm -hmm. in your head that's going you're too this you're not enough this blah 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 you can literally just talk back to it even if you sound or feel crazy at first but like you can literally start changing the own dialogue that you're telling yourself Mm -hmm. and then eventually you'll believe it yeah yeah and I mean it's so interesting when you start to see the overlap between like philosophy and religion and neurology I mean it all talks about how important it is for us to have these positive words over ourselves and how it can actually change our DNA structures and in the course of our life. So 
why aren't we teaching this to our youth? Why aren't we showing them that they're not their thoughts, that they have the ability to create their thoughts and lead with positivity and change the world? You know, I think just raising up leaders is the goal that we all need to strive for nowadays. Mm -hmm. And it seems so scary and sad too, because I just think of how even grown women like us can still fall victim to comparison or kind of go on your Instagram feed oh, yeah. and you immediately start, you know, you get down on yourself or anxious or have these negative feelings <laughs> as a grown person who is pretty much developed and in control of your feelings. <laughs> yeah. So then you put that in front of a 10 year old and like, holy mackerel, you just know that that's uh, there's nothing good that's going to come going to yeah. come from that because if we're falling victim to something like that or still struggle with it and have to constantly battle against comparison or anything like that you know oh my gosh this generation that grew up with this it's it's like it's all consuming and all encompassing for them right. it's horrible it's almost like there's it's inevitable and impossible for them not to fall victim to it i mean yeah to your point we're grown adults who are pretty firm in our ways and we're not as easily influenced and and then you take a 10 year old whose brain is so malleable and mm -hmm. can be manipulated in so many ways. It's like, we need to be protecting their minds and showing them the way, you know? So that's why we really just wanted to do that through our brand as much mm -hmm. as we can. And we love fashion. So we were like, let's make the products just have the characteristics of the bag, like, or of the women that we want to see, whether that be adaptable and resilient and strong and beautiful inside and out and just leaving a positive impact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to echo that too, since I have a bag and I can speak to it, it's like the most beautiful, sleek, convertible bag that can be a backpack or a purse. And for someone like me who has a kid and I'm constantly like just needing a bag to grab and go, it literally is, it's a perfect bag. It's got like so, such a sleek, pretty design. It's so chic, comes in cute colors. Like it is, it is great. And my mom was over at my house the other day and she was like, oh, this is really nice. So... Thanks so much. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it never gets old hearing that because we also fight comparison every day. And like we are doing, we're trying to be the change, but it's vulnerable to put your designs out and your heart out there. And yeah. it feels really great when people say like, we love the bag. We're like, really you do? Because we do too, but we don't know. <laughs> well, I've truly never, and I mean, I'm a bag girl. I'm a shoe girl and I'm a bag girl. Like I have way too many of both. I will admit that, but it is such a legitimately functional piece, which is what is so cool. Like it is not, there are some bags where I'm like, who in their right mind designed this for like someone who has a life because it's <laughs> like, you, you can't, you either can't fit enough in it or it's not, you can't wear it the right way or it's just like more of a pain than a help. Right. And it's like, I will consistently grab your bag if I, especially if I'm running somewhere with my toddler, because the fact that I can throw it over my shoulder, like a shoulder bag, or I can throw it on as a backpack and manage yeah. and like wrestle with her with both of my other hands, it is really great. <laughs> well, that was a huge component for us. Just that thing that you said, it's like, it, it was either this or it was that. Like we identified that women are always asked to compromise something and whether that be style or functionality or ethics or you know and so we really wanted a product that was sustainable and adaptable and really just didn't ask a woman to compromise anything and essentially helped her to thrive 
throughout her daily life. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> you saw that plug, girl. <laughs> but also to be like affordable as well, too. I mean, especially with us being in our 20s and 30s, like we needed a bag that was good quality, but also in a price range that yeah. we could actually afford and wasn't, you know, outrageous. Like giving our right arm <laughs> to stay cool. <laughs> or your uh, mortgage of a house. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. So I want to close out by asking you guys two questions that I ask every guest who comes on Thrive. And that is, what does Thrive mean to you? And how do you strive to thrive in your own everyday life? I feel like we can both probably answer to a bit of it. But um, for me, I think I love the word thrive. So I love that it's the name of your podcast for one. For me, it means to synergize your life with purpose and not to just survive, but to be prosperous and fruitful in doing so. I think when you are serving others just as much as you're fulfilling yourself, that's what it means to truly thrive. Um, For me, I guess in my daily life, I think sometimes people really just are inspired when you break up the monotony of their day with just a compliment or a word of encouragement or just being that light throughout your daily encounters. And I know it's silly, but for me, that's kind of a way I thrive because it fills me up to uplift other people's day. And I know it does the same for them. So that's awesome. Yeah. I'd say for me, I I think, and I've kind of touched on it earlier. I think thriving to me means just like standing in your truth. Like, you know, knowing who you are and what you want and just staying true to that. Uh, And I think throughout my daily life is not just focusing on thriving in a career, but it's also like Mm -hmm. thriving um, spiritually and thriving in my relationships that I think are just as important. So yeah, having a daily balance is to me. That's thriving. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) All the pillars. Got it all. I love it. So tell us where we can find you online if people want to connect with you more, as well as how to get your hands on a bag if people want to be a part of this awesome cause, since 100% of proceeds are being donated. I know. We're so excited. So our Instagram handle is Travel Sheep, and you can find our bags on travelandsheep.com. Wait, before you go, if you like what you just listened to, drop us five stars on iTunes. Make sure you're subscribed to never miss an episode of Thrive. And if you're on Instagram, snap a screenshot and share to your story with what episode you're tuning into and tag me at Erica Legenza with what part resonated with you the most. That way I can see what's helping you and your friends can pick up a helpful tidbit too. Thanks for tuning in. It's your time to thrive.